Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialists. The clinic is open. Welcome aboard. This is WISN. And of course, WIBA Madison also carries the Retirement Clinic with Jeff Kowal. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Paul. How are you? I'm good now that you're here for all of these months on the phone and, you know, different ways to hook up shows remotely. We are welcoming our weekend hosts back into the studios. Great to have you here, Jeff. It's good to be back, too. There's just something, you know, we did the live shows throughout. I don't, I don't think we had, maybe had one rebroadcast during the last we, three We pretty months. much were on every week. And uh, you know, doing it remotely was fun. We kept it up to date. But it is good to be back in the, in the studio. And it sounds better when you're on a mic. Yeah, I think so, too. Than, than a phone Let's line. So. Let's hope I sound good. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so hope I something good. Good to say. We uh, we have plenty to say today. In fact, you're going to appeal to the Advocate Aurora employees out there, Jeff. Uh, coming up soon, we're going to give a, a lot of important information out. Before we do that, just a little background on the Retirement Clinic, Jeff, and the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialists. Uh, Jeff, you are part of the uh, Barron's Top Financial Advisor List. That's really a prestigious thing now for uh, including 2020 every year. You've made this list going back to 2014. Part of the Milwaukee Biz Times Future 50. Financial Times Top 400 Advisors uh, just announced again 2020. You made that list. Jeff, you're in the Forbes list for best in-state wealth advisors the last two years. What does all of this mean? Combined with your daily market updates on both stations, Monday through Friday, you've got a very qualified staff. Your retirement that's your, your niche, retirement. That's right. And that's what separates us from everybody else who's out there talking about Aurora uh, uh, health care plans and really retirement planning in, in general. Uh, day in and day out, top to bottom, everybody in our organization talks about retirement planning. It's not something we do once in a while and, oh, you're retiring. Oh, your plan is changing at, uh, at your employer. Uh, yeah, we'll take a look at that for you. No, this is what we do every day. So really, if you have... And what's happening is that, um, you know, we'll talk about the radio show or the business reports and things like that, too. But Aurora Healthcare has an incentive savings plan. It's terminated effective June 30th of 2020. So in connection with that, you're required to take a complete distribution from your vested 403B plan. Um, you can you direct empower to do one of a number of things. And uh, in, a, in a minute, uh, Aaron Spitzner is going to talk about that. And we have some opportunities for you to get more information on it. Uh, but day, like we mentioned, day in and day out, retirement planning is what we do. Monday through Friday, we also do the business reports on so WISN and WIBA in Madison. Uh, WISN, uh, 3 o'clock news block, uh, uh, Mark Belling show, 5 o'clock news block and Belling show. And then at three at uh, 4.55 on WIBA in Madison, Vicki McKenna show. With all the volatility in the market the last uh, years, year and a half mostly, lots of volatility up and down. Uh, we try to give you an idea of what's driving the market that particular day, whether it's corporate earnings, uh, employment reports, what's happening that particular day. We uh, uh, try to highlight a particular company or a particular feature. Then we wrap it up with the Dow, the S&P 500, and tech-heavy NASDAQ, all in one minute, uh, uh, 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock news blocks on WISN in Milwaukee, uh, 4.55 on WIBA in Madison. I'm a little surprised, Jeff. I know we got to get to our, 
our Aurora, the Aaron Spitzner piece is going to be good, so don't go anywhere. I'm just a little surprised at how, and this is a positive thing, at how the market rebounded from its all-time low during COVID. The Dow finished the week at 26,000, a little over 26,000, uh, gaining 369 points yesterday, Jeff. So we're at 26,000. I don't know what the all-time high was. About 29,500. So we're still about 3,500 points down from the all-time but, high but on the But we had a Dow. great year last year, right? There were people up 23 24%. Yep. And then we go to this COVID thing where it just plunges. People are panicking. And if they just hang in there, uh, it, it's the big picture. It did bounce back. That's right. But you, you never know when you're in the middle of it. It's hard to know whether it's going to back, bounce back that quickly. We felt that the fundamentals in the economy were still very strong. Even the first couple of weeks, we reported on this show where we had seven pages of employers. This is when employment went up, unemployment went up over 20%. But yet we had seven pages of employers that were willing to hire 15,000 people, 20,000 people, 100,000 people that they wanted employees. And they said, not just during this time, even after this uh, uh, pandemic is over with, they still want good long-term employers, employees. So that's why we felt pretty confident that it was going to turn around pretty quickly. And, and if you remember pre-COVID, how strong everything yep. was. Yes. Unemployment was at 3 Point three percent, I think. Yeah, three point eight, something like three point five. I think it got down that low, so it was pretty low. State of Wisconsin might have been a little bit lower. And even now, it's not that bad. With the uh, about two weeks ago, they came out. What is it? At? Ten, eleven percent? About about ten and a half percent. And the fact that we had four four, I think it was four point nine million jobs created last month. That's remarkable. It's amazing. Um, you know, they have to put a spin on it. Yeah, but it's slowed down because it was seven and a half. Well, people are starting to get back to work. So, you, you know, when you start to fill those jobs, those are jobs that are not open to Turn be filled the next month. Turn off the TV news. Just don't say, yeah, we, I can't because it's my job, but I'm telling you, you're happier if you just, it's all negative. We, Everything is bad. We have a number of our, our clients, friends of ours that, um, Really, got to tell them to turn it off because no matter what, it, it's it, the constant bombardment of that negative news. The world is coming to an end. That's right. Every day. That's every right. day. Uh, Jeff, we've got this piece that we want to do on for Advocate Aurora employees with Aaron Spitzner from the Kowal Investment Group. If you're a past or present employee of Aurora Healthcare and have money in the 403B plan, you've probably received a packet of paperwork in the mail over the past few weeks. This packet is to tell you that your retirement plan is changing and you need to select one of three options. Now, if you're like me, you've probably put the mail in the counter or in a drawer and told yourself you'd look at it later. But the clock is ticking and the deadline to make a decision will be here before you know it. And if you do nothing, Empower will make that decision for you. So it's important to get educated and understand why the plan is changing and what exactly your options are. From there, you'll want to take your personal situation into consideration and decide what's best for you and your family. For some, it's option one, roll that existing 403B into the 401k. For others, it's roll the 403B into a traditional IRA or Roth IRA outside of the retirement plan to give yourself more flexibility, options, and develop a personal relationship with a financial advisor. And lastly, you can also take a taxable distribution of your current 403B retirement plan. But be aware, there are penalties if you're under the age of 59 and a half. Now, making a decision isn't easy and most people don't want to or don't have the time to read the packet from front to back. 
You can do nothing, and by default, your money will move to the new plan. But there is much more to it than that, and maybe that's not the best option for you. This is a great opportunity to take control of your personal finances and either build on or get started on a retirement plan. That's why I put together a complimentary webinar for Advocate Aurora employees to provide education on these changes and to help you make the best decision for you and your family. My first webinar will be this upcoming Tuesday, July 14th at 7.30 a.m. The next will be Thursday, July 16th at 7.30 a.m. If you're not a webinar person or these times just don't work out, then I'm happy to meet with you one-on-one. I'll also be hosting additional webinars on a regular frequency throughout July and August. So to get registered, please call our office at 262-522-4040 and ask for Heather. She will then get you signed up for the webinar or the one-on-one consultation. And that's good stuff with Aaron Spitzner on today's Retirement Clinic. And we're going to come and circle back to that later, Jeff. Talk more about these webinars, but basically to sign up or to meet with Aaron Spitzner one-on-one, call the office at 262-522-4040. And of course, the thekowalway.com is a website. Jeff, we've got a few minutes before the break. I want to squeeze in our first caller. I haven't opened up lines, but let's do that officially now. The Accident Mortgage Line is 414-799-1130 for the Retirement Clinic. Al, good morning. Morning, Al. Good morning. Uh, a couple months ago, I tried to get my son to invest in his uh, Roth IRA, or at least dollar cost average, put half what he could in. Well, you know, he got greedy and he's still waiting for Uh-oh. it a whole bit lower. Uh, any rate, uh, you know, I, I, he probably should still maybe at least dollar cost average, of course. And I also want to know how long they extended the ability to get the Roth for, uh, well, 2020, obviously, will go into next year. And I don't know about 2019. 2019, he could still put it in until... Uh, July 15th of this year. Uh, so he still has a, a little bit of time, but he better hustle with that. <laughs> He's got this com- this upcoming week. Um, so I would tell him to go ahead and do it. It's a great thing to do, uh, especially for a young guy like that. Uh, if he, you can, uh, uh, he doesn't have to pay taxes or he has to pay taxes up front. Chances are it's pretty low tax bracket, grows tax free forever. If you're giving him advice on that, you're giving him pretty good advice. Yeah, okay, yeah, no time for averaging now, so July 15th. And he can put the whole thing in. He doesn't have to invest the whole thing right away, but he should get the total amount in there. He can put half of it in cash and half of it in the market now if he wants a dollar cost average in. But the we just talked about the Dow is still about 3,500 points down from its all-time high. NASDAQ is hitting records, but there still is some opportunity, and the S&P 500 is down from its all-time high. Still some opportunities, I think, to make some money. Um, so I think if he dollar Cost averages, that's a, that's a cautious way of doing it. But I think that putting the money in anyway over a long period of time, as young as he might be, uh, over a long period of time, he's going to do just fine. Right. Okay, thank you. Thanks for the call. Good stuff, Al. We appreciate the uh, the question. Uh, before we take a break, I want to set the stage for the rest of the show. We've got Aaron Kowal with the BOSS segment, Business Owners Savings and Security. That's the acronym for the BOSS segment. Coming up right after the commercials, we'll talk uh, to directly to business owners. Then we want to get back to any retirement question that you have. We'll circle back to the Advocate Aurora topic. That's important for those folks, Jeff. Um 
And Aaron did a great update. You can reach out to Aaron Spitzner by calling the Kowal Investment Group, 262-522-4040. And I should have mentioned all of your locations. Pretty exciting stuff. You're in Racine. That's your newest location, Jeff. In addition, you're in Ozaki County in Port Washington, Waukesha, is the world headquarters in Madison, Middleton, and Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, we're growing at the, uh, we have wonderful clients. You mentioned those, uh, the awards we've gotten with from Barron's, Forbes, and others. Aaron, Next Generation, is getting awards as well as being great financial advisors, um, and retirement specialists, and that's that's a key. It's what we do all the time. Uh, we always have put, I, the biggest thing is that we always put our clients' interests first. Uh, we've always practiced the fiduciary standards for the last 33 years. It's what we do at the Kowal Way. So uh, go to, to uh, go online to the thekowalway.com, K-O-W-A-L, or give our office a call at 262-522-4040, 262-522-4040. Set up an initial consultation. And if either Aaron were here, either Kowal or Spitzner, they would say, don't forget about social media. Uh, on your website, you will see links to Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Just go to thekowalway.com, K-O-W-A-L. With Jeff Kowal, I'm Paul Kronforst. More of the Retirement Clinic coming up. We've got lines open for any related question about you and your retirement. Are you on the right plan, the right path? Use the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line. 7991130 back after this Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. Tax day is quickly approaching and some small business owners may be feeling anxious about their income tax bill. One of the simplest ways to reduce your income tax bill is to ensure you're claiming all the tax deductions available to your small business. The IRS considers business expenses that are both ordinary and necessary to be deductible. An ordinary expense is common and accepted in your field of business. A necessary expense is considered helpful and appropriate for your field of business. To claim deductions, it's very important that you keep accurate records and stay on track with your bookkeeping. It is also important to separate business expenses from the expenses used to figure the cost of goods sold, capital expenses, and personal expenses. If you use part of your home for your business, you may deduct expenses including mortgage interest, insurance, utilities, and repairs. Vehicle expenses can also be deducted if the vehicle is used for your business. However, if you use the vehicle for both business and personal purposes, you must divide your expenses based on actual mileage. Other business expenses eligible for deductions include employees' pay, retirement plans, rent expense, interest, insurance, and taxes. If you need assistance navigating tax deductions for your small business, give our office a call today at 262-522-4040 or visit thekowalway.com. The uh, boss segment that we do, that boss minute uh, stands for business owners, savings and security. We Boy, we covered a lot of ground already, Jeff. We're at 1025. Uh, we're on till 11 o'clock, so plenty of time to call in with your questions. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic. The Acunet Mortgage line is open at 414-799-1130. And there's really no theme or guest today, Jeff. It's a kind of an open line format and a great time to call in about your 401k, taxes, social security, estate planning questions, the Roth, or whatever you have on your mind today. We did start the show with the important information, Jeff, about Advocate Aurora employees. Yep. So you're Aurora, if you, uh, Aurora Healthcare employee. Um, 
uh, your 401k plan or 403b plan is terminated effective June 30th, 2020. You have to make some decisions on that. We can help educate you or help with your education on that uh, regarding your choices. So go to the coalway.com or give us a call at 262-522-4040. I want to move to something, uh, Paul. Uh, this was kind of interesting because uh, there were three reasons to claim Social Security at 62 if there's a second wave of COVID-19. I thought this was pretty interesting because every article says delay it, delay it, delay it, wait, wait, wait. And um, I'm not always convinced that that's the way to go because a break even on that, and I'll, if you come into our office, I can show you the math on that. A break even a lot of times is between 79 and 85, uh, where if you you had the chance of taking it at 62, but you delay it to full retirement age at 67 or later, you may have to collect benefits till 85 just to break even. But this I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, it's from Fox Business. It says as businesses across the country reopened and millions of Americans returned to work, many feared a COVID resurgence was inevitable. It appears that the second wave may already be here. A number of cases have skyrocketed. Um, so this is planned out well before the second wave even hit, Jeff. I mean, it, it seems like there's been an, an agenda for this, and I'm not doubting the tests. I know the results are positive. I get it, but the test numbers yes. have gone up. Yes. So the more you test, of course. Yes. In fact, I've heard 75% of Americans at one time or another probably will get the coronavirus. Yeah, they say they talk about a certain surge. They don't say whether it's asymptomatic or if you, you know, they, they all they say is that with more testing there are more people. It's very misleading. That yes. Um the death rate has been uh, actually quite low. Very. Um everyone is is regrettable, but every you know, chances of dying are Hundred percent. So you're you're going to die from something, and that's not the. I get you're you're right, Jeff. It's very sad when somebody dies of COVID, if that's what it is. If they're dying of the stories of pneumonia or something else, and there's and then oh by the way they had COVID positive, that is swaying the numbers, and then the media gets a hold of it, and it's been. We're four months in. I'm just getting a little bit burned out right now. Yeah, but and there's so many. ancillary things that you don't hear about a dear client of ours a friend of ours passed away just recently young age he couldn't get into the hospital for four months he had a deteriorating valve he had uh, a heart valve and they couldn't get him in and when he finally got in it had deteriorated to the point it was four months later that uh they they couldn't replace it died of heart failure sad thing you know like i said everybody dies at 70 so that's, okay. I think that's pretty young, and he always was seemed so healthy. At any rate, well, but no, there are miss, stories but like that's that. True, miss mammograms, miss colonoscopies, exactly. because you couldn't get in cancer treatments, all kinds of things. It's horrible. That um, so so anyway. So with this, um, if you're re- near retirement wage wave. <sighs> Retirement age. <laughs> if you're nearing retirement age, a second wave could potentially throw off your retirement plans. And so you need to at least consider when to take Social Security benefits. And, you know, there may be good reasons to claim it early. One, it can potentially save you money if the market crashes. The second wave of a pandemic could trigger another stock market crash, which could wreak havoc on your investments. During this pandemic, we held hands our our clients' hands during this time. It was a very difficult time, very emotional time. You you have a tendency to want to get out. If you needed money, we took it from fixed accounts rather than selling our clients' life savings at a discount. 
So there are strategies, but one is that if you if you need income, potentially take Social Security early if you're if you're laid off. Another number two, it can help if you lose your job. Tens of millions of Americans have lost their jobs due to COVID, and a second a second wave could ha- result in even more layoffs. Now, claiming benefits early can provide another source of income. Uh, if you're laid off, and again, depending on your age. Then number three, it can make affording early retirement easier. Older adults are particularly vulnerable to develop severe complications. So continuing to work during a pandemic could be risky, uh, especially if your job involves a lot of contact with other people. So if you're concerned about the virus, concerned about your health, that can make your decision a little bit easier. But weigh all your options. So that's one of the things when you you know, if, at the Cowal Investment Group, we work with we generally work with people who have seven hundred fifty thousand dollars or more, are close to or already in retirement. Social Security, because we, we, we again from top to bottom, everybody in our organization talks about retirement planning. Social Security is a key part in that retirement planning process, so we certainly incorporate that and try to counsel you on when is the best time to take Social Security. Jeff, uh, oh, go ahead. Go Continue, ahead, and then I have a question. No, go ahead, Paul. Uh, the advocate Aurora story just got me thinking that during COVID, I've heard stories of some companies that have uh, stopped the match, the 401k match. What are your thoughts? Have you heard of that? Is that becoming yes. common? Actually, I had a story on that later on. It is common. Um, you know, They were quick to pull the trigger and stop the match. They have been a little bit slow in reinstating the match. Um, if not, or just stalled. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe, uh, maybe uh, that's a new norm. We will not match anymore. I'm not sure that that's a norm because especially, you know, right now there's a great pool of, of unemployed people to choose from. As the unemployment rate starts to go down and more good people start to go back to being employed. Then They're going to take the job with a match. You bet. <laughs> That's yeah. right. So I think that there's going to be competition, and that's that's a great point, Paul. That even though they're slow, they better start picking up the pace on doing the match again if they're in competition for other employees. Just like what we're doing with ours. I mean, we kept all our benefits in place. We kept our employees during the during all that time, um, and then we even instituted uh, on a trial basis our employees working one day a week from home. They. Kind of liked it, <laughs> and, uh, and you know their their work is getting done. Um, we trust them, and again, as long it's on as trial the pro- if the results are the same as being in the office, in my opinion, what's the difference? Yeah, unless you have face to face and you've got to meet with people. You and you're you're doing that, Jeff. I shouldn't. We should make that point. All your oh, yes. offices are open. All your locations are open. You're meeting clients. Yep. Now, if a client says, "I don't feel comfortable, but I still want to meet," you'll do the virtual meet, right? Absolutely, but our culture, we like to have our uh, employees get together periodically. We do it for social events. We do it for work. And you get to, we have a, a great operating team, I think, as a result of that. But we're not um, so stuck in our ways that we can't change if we think that it's going to be a nice benefit for them, that they would like it, and it incre- and increases morale. So that's what we're doing on a trial basis. We'll see how it works. I, I like think that it's idea. Gonna work, I think it's, and you said just well. one day a week. One day a week, yeah. Uh, now, one more question just on the ba- on the 401k, circling back to that. Let's take it one step further. Have you seen cases of companies dropping it altogether? Have not. Um, that, that's good. You know, we've seen companies that have gone out of business <laughs> or you know, furloughed all their employees. Then, of course, your 401k is gone. That's right. Uh, so you know, you're not making income during a time when you're furloughed either. So, Now, if that's the case, Jeff, we've talked about this all the time. 401ks, when you leave an employer, maybe you've had 
you know, I've been in the same job for 30 years, but most Americans, every seven years on average, change jobs. You can roll that 401k over to your new place, right? That's right. You could roll it into an IRA, perhaps. You Correct. Could, there's multiple options. That's right. And that's part of what, uh, what Spitz was talking about with his uh, uh, webinars coming up. We're going to talk about what your different options are. So it really is, is, is centered on the plan for uh, Aurora, but also... Uh, if you're if you have to make a decision on that and you know want to know about your options, we work with that all the time. We can help educate you on your options uh, with regard to your 401k, especially if you were recently laid off or or let go and or you're changing jobs. Paul, I want to talk one more before we go to another break. I, I need to talk about the shrinking Social Security benefit. We talked about you know maybe taking your Social Security benefit early. That might be for you a good thing to do at 62. This is a Kiplinger's retirement report, and you really don't think about this um, unless it's brought to your attention. So I thought this was a pretty good article, not about when to take benefits, but it talked about money going in. It says the pandemic that shuttered businesses and left 40 million Americans unemployed also means fewer dollars flowing into Social Security's coffers. What does this bode for people already collecting benefits or, or who hope to do so one day? Good news is that Social Security has enough that they can pay 100% of benefits for the next 10 or 12 years, about 75% of benefits thereafter. Even if one in five people are unemployed for the next 24 months. So I say even if we have 20% unemployment for the next two years, according to the Center for Retirement Research at Boston College, Social Security benefits will still be okay for the next decade. The bad news is that changes baked into the program are coming home to roost, and the effect is that benefits keep getting stingier. Um, and they're saying that you can fix it by just adding one, taking 1.6% from payroll, and basically it's a higher tax, not decreased benefits or anything. But Social Security is already tapping into interest on the program's trust fund. This is the imaginary trust fund to pay benefits, and we begin dipping into the fund's assets next year First time since 1982. After that, the program will rely entirely on annual payroll tax revenue. In other words, there is no trust fund. And the first retirees will get 79% of uh, 79 cents for every dollar that they earn in benefits, dropping to 73 cents per dollar by the end of the century. No one, of course, expects that to happen. Politically, it's a hot potato. Nobody wants to address it. With benefit cuts or raising the the age, what they're going to do is just raise taxes. That's the way they're going to shore it up. And you know, it was it was um, Paul Ryan, Alan Greenspan, uh, George W. Bush. Those three had great plans in place to save Social Security. Right, but partial self, uh, partial um, uh, self uh, Social Security. Um, you know that that they had a way of. Um, uh, deep, perhaps decreasing the increases of benefits for those already in, uh, uh, on Social Security. So they had a way of saving it. Um, so we'll see what happens over the next decade. Since COLAs began in 1975, cost of living increases, only three years, 2010, 2011, and 2016, had no increases, but all occurred in the past decade. Ah. And then, again, no COLAs are expected for 2020 because of the weak pandemic economy, crashing oil prices. They're saying it's likely we're going to get another no increase in cost of living benefits for Social Security again. 
When we come back, the sexy segment, Wealth Management and Preservation on the Retirement Clinic with Jeff Kowal, president of the Kowal Investment Group. All the music you're hearing is from? Hamilton. Hamilton. Now, you said you haven't seen it, and now it's on um, Disney+. Plus. It is amazing. It's emotional. It's spectacular. I, I got, I've got to see it. Of course, I'm not going to see it at Broadway because Broadway's closed. No, but... So the, Disney+. Plus. You know, ha- right. have the closed caption on the bottom because... You know, even though we we understand most of it, it's rap and it's but it's really you can understand most of it. You get used to the cadence of that. It's good having the closed caption on the bottom. Hamilton Music as we continue with the retirement clinic. We'll be right back. Back with the retirement clinic. We're on live with Jeff Kowal Saturdays. On WISN. Also on WIBA in Madison, there is a Middleton office in addition to Racine. We mentioned these earlier, Jeff. You're headquartered in Waukesha. Yep. And of course... Uh, well, Christine Hayward is in, in Middleton. Uh, great asset. She's a wonderful person. And if you, so if you're in Middleton, you want to meet with a great uh, a retirement specialist, financial advisor, it's Christine Hayward in our Yeah, she's been office. on the show. She does the market oh, yeah. updates along with the rest yep. of your staff. And in beautiful Ozaki County, Port Washington, right on Lake Michigan, Phoenix, Arizona. That music, though, Jeff, means it's time for the wealth management and preservation. Other we we call it the sexy segment. That's right. This show is for everybody, but this particular segment is for those with a million dollars or more. And a lot of people think that if you have a little bit more money, you're a little bit more sexy. So we'll go with that. But this is kind of an interesting uh, Kiplinger's retirement report. Gray prenups made painless and effective. Splitting up later in life known as gray divorce is the only age category of divorce filings that is on the rise, which begs the question, can a wave of gray prenups be far behind? Arguably, no other age group needs prenuptial agreements more and not just about divorce. But it's it's interesting. There are a lot of things that they go through, you know, commit to the process. I'm going to go through the prenup checklist, but, um, you know, it's a draft the team, build in flexibility and forethought, Protect the assets. Really, a, a good article. Tackle, tackle long-term care. You know, with your second spouse, you uh, you 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 don't want to dump your medical uh, problems on them. Nursing home, home health care, assisted living. You know, you love each other, so you want to take each other, take care of each other. But that's a pretty big burden. Um, and you know, so a prenup checklist. Let's talk about this. The do's and don'ts. Do's. Talk. 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 Don't begin this conversation with estate planning or prenup attorneys on the clock. <laughs> so don't have, don't, don't have the meter running. Decide as a couple how joint living expenses will be covered. Uh, oh, you mean talk to each other. Call, talk to each other, yes. <laughs> what a concept, eh? Right. When each of you will retire, what your retirement income projections look like, and how you'll handle long-term care expenses. When you do a prenup when you're younger, you're really not talking that much about retirement. But in later age, that's something that you have to discuss. That way, when you get in, the lawyers involved, you'll start from a framework that you built as a team. Next, another one of the do's. Plan for when separate is unequal. Even if you keep all money separate, there will be other issues. One example, your college-age child may not qualify for financial aid because your new combined income is too high. Should the higher earner compensate for that? These are just things you have to, there's no right or wrong answer necessarily. You just have to talk about it. 
Next, build in a timeline. Uh, don't like the idea of leaving nothing to your new beloved if you're together for decades? Talk to the attorney about building in a timeline that gradually designates some assets to your mate. Certain trusts, known as Q-tips, qualified turnable interest trusts, can be used to provide for a spouse during his or her lifetime with the remainder going to the heirs. A couple of don'ts, Paul. Oh, prenups are just awkward to me. They are, yeah. I We're love starting you. the marriage on a note that when or if we break up, this is what happens. I mean, I get it, but it's so much. It's so contractual. Yes, it is contractual, and especially, do you think that that's a faithful way to do it? Especially if you're, if you're a faithful person, and is, aren't the it, vows for better or worse? That's right. And, I mean, you know, as a Christian, you would think, or as a faithful person, you would think that that would be. But you know what? Things happen during I, life. I get it. Yep. Uh, and this, uh, the, some don'ts. Legislate. Don't legislate behavior. Drop the stipulations about how much sex you require or how much weight gain you'll put up with. <laughs> Are those actually in prenups? I guess you can. I can see a guy like Alec Baldwin doing that. <laughs> and if your partner is the one putting in those silly clauses, attorneys say they're often thrown off by judges. So run. Uh, next, move too fast. Couples often rush to get these agreements with written right before the wedding, which can cause stress and potentially build a case for getting a document thrown out later in a legal, legal proceeding if the marriage fails. You know, you were under the gun. You didn't really think about this. Eh. Micromanage, the third don't. Uh, you can try to plan for everything, but there are often uh, agreements that become outdated right away. Often. It's the wealthier spouse who doesn't recognize the intangible answers that the poorer spouse contributes to the marriage. Uh, those are the ones that end up div uh, divorced. There's something to be said for rising and falling together. That, you know, as an example, so a wife can support. But I, I really like this one. Drop the sp stipulations about how much sex you require or how much weight gain you'll put up with. <laughs> so this really happens. People do this. They well, they they do try to put those types of agreements in in prenuptials. If I'm I sure. tried to do that when we were engaged in planning our wedding, my wife would have never married me, Jeff. Well, for and yet, some of these financial ones and other things, I think that it makes some sense, especially if there's big disparity in the, the oh financial. The, yes, yeah, the, the okay, but the but, weight gain. Oh yeah, that's silly. Um, you know, you you love. Luckily, Jane puts up with me. So. <laughs> I think both you and I got lucky. Yeah, there's. Can I just go back to a great Seinfeld when George did not want to marry Susan, who he was dating at the time. He didn't want to marry. He was panicking. She was worth a ton of money. He didn't know it at the time, but to get out of the wedding, he asked her to sign prenups. And she laughed. She goes, of course, you don't have a cent. Of course, I'll sign anything. So it, it backfired on him. She did pass away, if you remember. She was yes. licking the envelopes for the wedding invites. <laughs> and she, the toxicity from the glue killed her. George then found out that was, he didn't get any of the money because they had nothing signed. And long story short. It's so sad. So don't let George Costanza happen to you. Right? Don't be George Costanza. <laughs> His whole life was just messed up, right? But that was the beauty of Seinfeld. Uh, that was good stuff, Jeff. And I don't know if uh, what the percentage of Americans getting married get prenups. I would think it's well under fifty percent. I would think so too. I think it's relatively small. But again, in many in many cases, it makes a lot of sense. Contact your attorney, see if it makes sense in your uh, in your case, and discuss it with your spouse or potential spouse uh, the benefits and downsides sure. of doing that. I mean, if you're a wealthy individual. 
And let's say it you're in your 60s any, any and, you're, and your wife is going to be 25 and you're getting married, there's probably... There could be health issues, health issues for dependent kids. There, there could be a number of reasons that you would want to do it. And just, again, consult with an attorney. I think that's the best advice to give you. Uh, this is just coming out of left field, Jeff, but do prenups get tied into a family trust then as well? Well, they could. Again, that's the type of thing that you want to talk to your attorney about. Is right. How do you adjust trust? How do you put wording in there? And maybe it, it, uh, that that's part of the overall agreement. I would think it would be. Good segment today. To, that was a sexy segment, by the way, with Jeff Kowal on WISN and WIBA. You are listening to The Retirement Clinic. Uh, we will be right back after a short commercial break. Check out Jeff's website, thekowalway.com, or pick up the phone and call 262 262- Five two two forty forty. When you're gone, who remembers your name? Who keeps your flame? Who's music from Hamilton door? featured on today's retirement clinic. Always a theme for bumper music. I love it, Jeff. And now we hit on some important news today, Jeff, for Advocate Aurora employees. Sure, your Aurora Healthcare uh, Incentive Savings Plan four hundred three B plan terminated effective June thirtieth. In connection with the four hundred three B plan termination, you're required to take a complete distribution. You have some options. Let's hear from uh, Aaron Spitzner. If you're a past or present employee of Aurora Healthcare and have money in the 403B plan, you've probably received a packet of paperwork in the mail over the past few weeks. This packet is to tell you that your retirement plan is changing and you need to select one of three options. Now, if you're like me, you've probably put the mail in the counter or in a drawer and told yourself you'd look at it later. But the clock is ticking and the deadline to make a decision will be here before you know it. And if you do nothing, Empower will make that decision for you. So it's important to get educated and understand why the plan is changing and what exactly your options are. From there, you'll want to take your personal situation into consideration and decide what's best for you and your family. For some, it's option one, roll that existing 403B into the 401k. For others, it's roll the 403B into a traditional IRA or Roth IRA outside of the retirement plan to give yourself more flexibility, options, and develop a personal relationship with a financial advisor. And lastly, you can also take a taxable distribution of your current 403B retirement plan. But be aware, there are penalties if you're under the age of 59 and a half. Now, making a decision isn't easy, and most people don't want to or don't have the time to read the packet from front to back. You can do nothing, and by default, your money will move to the new plan. But there is much more to it than that, and maybe that's not the best option for you. This is a great opportunity to take control of your personal finances and either build on or get started on a retirement plan. That's why I put together a complimentary webinar for Advocate Aurora employees to provide education on these changes and to help you make the best decision for you and your family. My first webinar will be this upcoming Tuesday, July 14th at 7.30 a.m., The next will be Thursday, July 16th at 7.30 a.m. If you're not a webinar person or these times just don't work out, then I'm happy to meet with you one-on-one. I'll also be hosting additional webinars on a regular frequency throughout July and August. So to get registered, please call our office at 262-522-4040 and ask for Heather. She will then get you signed up for the webinar or the one-on-one consultation.
That is Aaron Spitzner. Important information, Jeff, that we kind of focused on today because of the change at Aurora. Very timely, and uh, Aaron Spitzner knows us. Uh, Joe Still, Marie, all of us are very well versed. John White, Aaron Kowal, all of us, Ray, uh, aren't all of us are very well versed in the uh, Advocate Aurora Healthcare Plan. Uh, again, uh, if you're going to go with somebody, go with somebody who's a retirement specialist. And that's what we do on a regular basis. If you look for education, for help with that, Coal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. Typically, uh, if you have $750,000 or more in retirement assets, give our office a call, 262-522-4040. But if you're an advocate Aurora Healthcare uh, employee and you have to make a decision, we're very sensitive to that. We're very knowledgeable about that. So do give our office a call, uh, uh, 262-522-4040. Or better yet, go to the Coal Way. Dot com. It's K-O-W-A-L, the com. Jeff, I get questions a lot, and I just a programming note. Because we're on WIBA Madison, the Vicki McKenna Show, and this gets asked all the time. She's on WISN from 2 to 3. Then she's in Madison on WIBA from 3 to 6 p.m. In other words, the same time yeah. Belling is on. I produce Mark Belling, so a lot of people call in and say, can I talk to Vicki? She's on WIBA. Well, you do market updates at both stations on her show. What right. time is that market update? That one's at 4.55, just before the 5 o'clock news on WIBA in Madison. And as we mentioned earlier, 3 o'clock news block, 5 o'clock news block on WISN in Milwaukee. Uh, again, we give you one minute of what's happening in the market that particular day. We manage almost a billion dollars of assets for our clients. So we know what we're talking about with regard to investments. If you're close to already in retirement, um, have $750,000 or more in retirement assets, or you're an Aurora employee and you have to make a decision on your plan, do give our office a call, 262-522-4040, or go to thekowalway.com. Are these big swings in the market, Jeff, the new norm, do you think? Like yesterday, I'm looking, okay, the Dow finished up 369 for the day. That used to be a big deal to me. Now it seems like it's every day it's one well, way or the other, up per, or down. Yeah, percentage-wise, it's like when the market was at the... Uh, you know, a lot less. I mean, the percentage-wise, it was less than one. So the points than 1%. aren't as big as. No, it's not. Look at the percentage. But, but we are expect a lot of volatility up and down, especially this year in an election year. So, uh, buckle your seatbelt. <laughs> Strap yourself in and get ready. Great show today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Retirement Clinic on WISM Milwaukee and WIBA Madison.